Hey man, I am so excited. Hey, what's up, Mitchell? What's up? How are you? Has it been a busy day? Oh my gosh, it's been the longest two days ever. Let me kind of think back what we did this week. So we're basically uh, in the final week of our build and just kind of popping around the place every single day, making sure they're getting stuff done um, to be open next Thursday is when I put my first patients, hopefully on Tuesday, but I might have to push them, push them back. But yeah, we are like putting everything together, man. It's kind of been a whirlwind, but uh, taking a little break right now. Why, why do you think you're going to have to push your patients back? It's a soft opening next week. So I just have a few of my friends coming in and our build kind of has some last minute things that weren't um, done right in terms of like custom woodworking and things we wanted to put in. Um, kind of just logistical nightmare on both ends, um, the contractor and the subcontractor kind of just kind of letting a few things like the color of our countertops, the granite kind of fall through the cracks a bit. Um, and then it not being ready for our inspections this week. So basically we had like a miscommunication about is the countertops going to be P lamb or stone? And they were like, well, I think it's P lamb. And I was like, no, I think it was stone. Like, I don't think y'all with a sub ordered it. And, um, we went back to the finished schedule, kind of like the, the law of the land. And, uh, it was stone. So I was like, okay. And then now they're. That's the delay. That's the why everything's kind of delayed right now. Uh, yeah, that and electrical, like electricians not showing up to work. So long story short, on Friday, I sent a text to kind of our contractor and was like, hey, man, I'm like so unhappy. Like it takes a lot for me to be kind of like frazzled. And I was like, dude, like I'm really unhappy with the way the end of this project has turned out. I've been there every day and I like, haven't seen a lot of workers going on. And I have 20 patients scheduled the week of the 12th like of April like we need to get this stuff done mm -hmm. um just kind of being like we have a really good relationship so I feel like being like in good standing with people not being like a dick all the time like makes yeah. you like like okay like we're in this together let's help you and figure this out so come Monday morning everyone was there like every contractor I've ever hired like all <laughs> there at 7 30 a.m all the three big guys from the construction company were like yeah all there and we're going to get your occupancy by Friday. So let us make things right. And we'll kind of figure out a way to do things that will get you by through inspection. And then if we have to reinstall something in two weeks, we can do that. Um, so it was like a compromise, but at the same time, voicing your opinion in a very like stern way of like, Hey, I'm not happy with this. I feel like y'all are lying to me, blah, blah, blah. And turned out pretty well. Why did it get to that? Why did it have to get to that point where it's like, dude, there's nobody here. And it's almost know. crunch time. I don't know, to be honest. I think it was just the subcontractors did, didn't have like a fire put under them of like, hey, like we need to get done this week. And so starting yesterday, they started basically back charging them. So every day they're not done, they get charged $500 and that gets credited back to me. And so it's kind of like, well, do you want to lose money on the project or do you want to get done? And so that was are, helpful to make sure they're there. Are you afraid that like, because of that, it might not be done right. Oh, no, it'll be done right. I'm checking it every day. <laughs> Have you noticed anything where it's like, hey, I don't know if you're doing this right right now so far or not? To be honest, no, because I really do trust the builders. 
And so I go in there and I look at things like, why is this like, like, oh yeah, we'll get that changed. Or why is this light looking funny? Like, why is it hanging sideways? Like, oh, we'll get that fixed tomorrow morning. So I feel like this is like constant communication, but at the same time, I do feel like I have to micromanage the end of the project and make sure things are done instead of just like sitting back, letting them do it. And so just kind of making more of a presence. I wonder so, yeah. what that is, like the psychology behind the contractors in the sense of like, you pushed it hard the whole time. And then at the very end, you're like, eh, let's take it easy. You know, I wonder what that is. Why they think like that? Uh, I think for us, I mean, I think it was a combination of things not getting sent in time or sent at all. And some subcontractors lying to the contractors, not ordering material. Um, and then the contractor's not following up. Hey, are you ready? Are you ready? We're going next week. And just kind of assuming. And then the Houston freeze did set us back a bit, but I don't think it's kind of a, an issue anymore just because I feel like it was only like four days. It wasn't two and a half weeks. Um, yeah. But I mean, they're going to get done this week and we're going to be open next week. So then like, what advice would you give to someone who's going through exactly what you're going through right now? I would say just stay positive about it. You can get really like negative and down. Man, I'm not going to be open. Um, I mean, I've, I've pushed my patients back one week already. And one way I look at it is like pushing them back one week in the grand scheme of your whole career is like just tiny. Um, but in the moment, it feels huge because they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, like this practice can't get it together. They can't be built on time. Like everyone understands construction and delays. And so I feel like having that conversation, like all the patients I rescheduled were like, OK, cool. I'll see you the week after. So I feel like just kind of not beating yourself up too much over it, but at the same time being like at the very end of the process, like if I was working right now, I probably, it probably wouldn't get done like it is today because I couldn't be there. So kind of like when you're at the end, plan to take a few weeks off and just be at your practice, be around so you can make sure things are going in right and things are looking good. And, um, and yeah. Was your wife pretty upset too? Or was she more like, Hey Mitchell, take a, take a chill pill. Uh, She's more like, uh, I'm very like chill and easygoing. She's more like direct. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, man, if I was there, these contractors, I would be not a happy person. Um, but she was great about it all. Just encouraging me to, like, hey, it's going to be done. But at the same time, bringing her in, because as like the owner and the doctor, you've seen the whole process and seen the entire kind of project be complete. And you like maybe forgotten a few details along the way and so she comes in with like a fresh perspective of like no the lights go here um these countertops are this color um this is what we chose and i'm like oh i'm so thankful for you because like i can't keep every single detail straight um so i had like a second pair of eyes because i mean there's tons of things going on right now it's not like i'm crazy concerned about the color of the stone versus like kind of be open and seeing patients um so yeah just uh it sounds like it's stressing you out a lot, man. Like you sound like you're, you know what I mean? Compared to last week to this week, last week you're like, yeah, man, I took the dive and I'm in. And now you're like, holy crap. I'm just tired. It's like. Like tired from the thought process. Like, are you, help me understand. Like, are, are you constantly thinking about this where you can't sleep or? Oh, no, I sleep great. Um, <laughs> like, it's just like, I mean, every day I was running errands all morning dropping stuff off, getting paint samples for the painters, you know, just like a bunch of little stuff. Just like you want it to be done. It's like, it's like the end of a race, you know, like you've run a mile in the last hundred meters, you're like tired and you're 
pretty beaten, but it's like, man, you got to finish strong. And so I feel like that's like exactly where I'm at today. Um, but Friday, you know, Friday was supposed to be all the builders were supposed to be gone. It's supposed to be really clean. Um, I can have my computers, and my servers up. And so that'll be kind of like a fun day. Who'd you go with for that, for like your computers and everything like that? Uh, I went with a company called One Way Solutions here in Houston. Um, it's Andrew Kim is the owner. Um, they have a phenomenal team, so I'd highly recommend them to anyone in the Houston area. Like they were there yesterday installing TVs, getting everything good to go, and they were in and out, put it in my sound system, wired it all. It looks super clean. So that's the really fun part to see that happen. Gotcha. And so throughout this time, since you're delayed even more, are you paying your team or not yet? Y'all made like an agreement, like once we're open, we're, we're paying you. Yeah, I'm paying my first, uh, my first girl to work. So she's been with me since last week, last Monday. And she's just been doing insurance every day, putting together the staff binders, um, getting all the little details organized, which has been super helpful because I can kind of go out and talk to contractors all day, go to the build, making sure they're putting the lights in the right spot. And then she can kind of be doing all the behind the scenes work, verifying insurance, getting us set up in the systems. So yeah, that's been really nice to have someone uh, working. Yeah. Does she already know that stuff or did you guys take a course for that? Uh, yeah, she's trained in that. So she's experienced. Oh, okay. I thought, were you going to take a course or are you guys going to eventually like to negotiate um, fees for insurance or no? Yeah. So we did that um, last starting last September and October. And so I would recommend for anybody like starting, start your insurance negotiations, like maybe a year, six months in advance, at least probably a year if you can, just because it takes a while to get credentialed and, and network with um, different insurance companies. So right now I think I'm technically in network with four and waiting on five more to add me to their networks. And you plan to have that forever or do you plan to eventually drop insurance? Uh, once I'm all added, I will probably every single year look at the lowest, basically what insurance are we making the lowest amount of money on and then drop them and then do the next the next year until we'll either have only a few or fully out of network. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool, man. So you took that. It was, uh, you went with, uh, what company did you go with? For insurance? Yeah. Uh, unlock the PPO. Do you feel like you grasped it really well or do you feel like you're going to have to take it with the team member again so they can grasp it better or? Uh, so basically Unlock the PPO was a company and they do all like the grunt work of getting you credentialed with insurances, filling out the paperwork for you, um, negotiating really high fees. Um, they don't do any of like the billing side of it of how to submit or how to use mm -hmm. open to submit. So with that, we have great YouTube videos on open dental, how to do claims, um, things like that. But I will eventually take like a full team course of like total team training in the dental office probably next fall sometime once we're kind of figuring out areas we can grow in. Yeah, that's cool, man. So then you're going to be open in about a week yeah, right man. now. Have you started doing any other forms of marketing or anything like that to let people know or not really? Um, I, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I drove my buggy, a little small buggy, the golf mm -hmm. cart, um, to a restaurant on Saturday night and I parked it out front. And I probably like five to 10 people come up and like look at it and be like, hey, when are you opening? And uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll probably be a future patients. So that's kind of been fun, just a free <laughs> way to go grab a burger and market. And so 
Yeah. Planning on doing that more this week, but the build's kind of taking all my time. But yeah, probably on Friday I'll do it. And then I did get with my marketing team last week and we got a few campaigns in the works about we're about to be open, new patient specials, whitening, just some stuff we're going to start. I don't have any details on that yet, but probably the first couple of weeks we're open, we'll start pushing uh, Google ads, Facebook ads campaign about we're finally open, scheduled now. Gotcha. Do you, what's your budget for, for that? They charge me around $2,500 a month for the service, just basically content creation, marketing, managing ads, um, getting everything together. Um, and then I'll probably spend around five hundred to a thousand dollars in actual budgeting the ads. Nice, man. Okay. So man, it's almost here, almost the day of, and then, and then you're, you're packed, I guess, right? You're, you're going to be busy because yeah. you already have the 20. What is it? How many are scheduled already? About 20 patients. Dang, man. I mean, we'll be packed, ready to go. And then the real work starts, you know? And so, but that's the fun stuff when you actually can be in the office working. Like right now we're working in two different places every single day. So if we need to print something, we have to pick up the printer, bring it with us, drop it off. And so uh, it's just like, we're almost there to be in the space. Yeah. Like you still have to do the tedious work. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like all the logistical work, but, um, but yeah, man, we are almost freaking there. It's going to look sweet though. Like every time I walk in it, like you get encouraged by seeing like your creation come to life. And so, yeah. That's nice, man. What right now? I mean, I know you're a positive guy, but like, do you have any what ifs? Oh, good question. Always the question of like, what if like, what if patients don't schedule? Like, what if it's just a fluke um, that they schedule the first few weeks? What if my systems aren't fluid? What if a patient doesn't have the best experience or like all that stuff, like with dentistry that like we can always think of. Um, But at the end of the day, it's like, I personally been practicing for a while and I kind of understand how I want my office to operate and just like open communication with your team saying these are my expectations um, and realize like sometimes you're going to miss the mark and it's okay. But yeah, the question is like, what if we don't have a very successful first three months, you know? But I think it's just like fear that drives those thoughts instead of like, man, I'm really confident in what I've built and with the service I can provide. Yeah. Don't they say like it takes just as much energy to come up with positive thoughts and negative thoughts, right? So it's like, why would you transition that energy to negative? You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I like that thought. That's a good one. I never, I don't know, to me. But anyway, so I think that's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. Throughout this whole time, this week right now that you've gone through, what has been some of the best companies you've worked with or best resources you've utilized? Uh, definitely my IT team. Uh, they've been one way solutions. They have been freaking awesome. Um, just seeing them like being at the site all day, seeing them work. It's like, I know it's pretty cool. So I feel really confident in them. Unlock the PPO has been great too. Um, just asking them questions about verifying insurance, um, our credentialing process. And then Gusto, I started them um, for payroll mm-hmm. and I'm running my first payroll tomorrow. And so they have been so easy um, to work with um, in terms of getting payroll set up, having your employees fill out your W-2s, I-9s, everything. It's all online. So you just send a link and they fill it out. Then you add an employee 
so yeah, they've been great to work with. So basically one way unlock the PPO and Gusto for payroll have been super awesome. How much did you pay for, or how much are you paying for your uh, IT company? Uh, I don't know if he's charging me a monthly fee. I was just kind of a one-time payment. Um, I'm not sure if there's like a monthly reoccurring cost or anything like that. I don't think there is. Like, like what do you mean? Like he's just charging you one time and then he's like, you're, you're his forever. Like, or I'm sure I have to pay him if something goes wrong or if I need to like schedule one of those guys to come out, but I don't have like a monthly IT fee with him. Oh, so how much did you pay? Sure. Like 24,000. Okay. So 24,000 for how many computers and everything? Probably like four to six computers. Um, Including TVs is like twenty six thousand. So, six TVs, server, um, wiring, cable drops, um, Sonos sound system, um, kind of all that stuff. Did Did you decide on the TVs and the like monitors and everything, or they they're the ones who kind of like decided all that for you? Uh, he kind of decided it for me, and then they sent it to me, and it's like, do you like this? I'm like, yeah, it looks good. So I had a I had a input in it. Um, I wanted for my TVs, I wanted 45 inches above the patient and then 55 inches in front of the patient. So the bigger ones in front. And then when they lean back, there's a 45 inch TV above them. And I feel like that's a really good combination because you don't want like an IMAX above them. They're like, oh my gosh, there's a 75 inch TV above me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of the sizes I chose for the TVs. Gotcha, gotcha. What, what, um, with the monitors and everything like that, what brand were they for computers? I think it's a uh, Samsung. Uh, I can actually pull up my quote. Because that can get like, um, I guess it can get pricey depending on which one you you kind of want and everything like that, right? I heard, I don't know if you heard it, but there was a guy on the podcast who just has a laptop. He's an orthodontist. And he has like a rolly desk, right? And he'll just transfer that laptop to every single place. Oh, nice. And his, and I guess that might work for some people, right? Especially if you're on a budget. Yeah. But I mean, that'll work. I mean, we're all balling on a budget. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. My computers, they're about $900 each Intel cores, okay. uh, ninth generations with Windows 10. So yeah, it's nothing too fancy. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's about, not like rolling. Yeah, one laptop everywhere, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's still... It's not like having MacBooks in your computer, in your office. (laughs) But uh, at the same time, they do add up. Um, So my front desk ones are around, I think, 1,000. And my operatory ones are around 800 to 900. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, man. And then uh, one of the last questions is like, how has crunch time, because you're a week out, how is this... I guess, pivoting, transitioning, changing, or affecting like your personal life. Do you see it or not really? Not too much. So what we do, so we love my wife and I, we've been like creating really cool stuff. And so we've been, um, when kind of all the logistics of the day is done, we go and paint in the practice. Um, So we have like custom murals and just kind of doing something different than like answering emails, doing financing with the bank just the kind of the grant stuff and like going out and to, to create. And so we've done it together. So it's actually been pretty fun just to go out to the practice and like paint a mural wall and then get some ideas for another one. Um, it's just like a creative outlet that we've really enjoyed in this kind of crunch time last week. Got you. 
When you mentioned doing financing with the bank, like, what do you mean? So, yeah. So, I meant, um, so basically when you like finance with the bank, they'll draw for your build. And so basically there's one draw, two draw, and then probably a third. So about like 40%, 80% last 20, something like that. Um, so that just means like going to your bank, like, Hey, I need a draw request of $120,000. Can you put it in my bank? I need to write a check to my builder and give that to them. And so, mm. so just kind of getting all your accounting ducks in a row. Um, so, you know, you're within your budget. Yeah. yeah. Is, I would is, recommend like highly have an Excel spreadsheet that's crazy detail oriented. So you can always have a reference sheet of like, where am I at in my budget? How much room do I have? What's my wiggle room? Yeah. yeah. You do that? You create it yourself, that Excel sheet? Oh, yeah. Dude. I, I love Excel. It would be amazing if you could like, you know what I mean? We can see that template. The, okay. not the, it doesn't have to be the pricing, but just like the template. For no, others no, to be like, I'll do that. Let me, what I'll do is once it's finally done and I can kind of like budget for everything that even this week it was like, I need to buy solar shades for, I think I needed some apparel so I can add all that into it and kind of put my budget overall over like what I did. I know someone posted one about like ordering supplies. Um, and so that was like helpful, but this is basically like my chairs how did I break it down? What's my TI? And there's like 10 tabs to it. So I'll put some together once we're open and I'll put it on the group. And uh, it should yeah. be a really good template for people to see what um, a year's worth of budgeting comes out to be. Yeah, because that's smart too. Like, I don't think there is any bank that just says like, all right, here's your 500,000, go, right? They have to do the draws, I think. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of send it to you and they check on it. Um, so for my bank, I send them like initially like my budget, which is around three hundred and twenty thousand, then I wanted two hundred and twenty five thousand in equipment, my IT, kind of everything. So I, it was almost like ten bullet points of my final number, going to six hundred thousand. And so that was my like small snapshot for the bank, just so we can see where we're at. And then the big one of everything um, for the practice. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, man. Awesome. So that's going to be good to see. So then what's going to happen next? Uh, what is next? So right now I'm about to go back to the build and make sure things went smoothly today and it looks good. Today was our big electrical day. So we got all the lights in there um, hanging, all these really like cool custom-made lights we have. Um, and so we'll make sure that looks good. Kind of prepare for tomorrow. We have some more inspections with the city tomorrow to make sure we're pass them and then can get our occupancy by Friday. So that's my biggest goal is to have my certificate of occupancy by Friday. If we have that, we are freaking good to go. Awesome, so. man. Awesome. We're going to be excited. So that means the next interview is going to be when you're, when you're taking yeah, people, right? Next interview, I should have some more free time. <laughs> you know, just like take a breath and uh, have some fun. Awesome, man. Awesome. That sounds good. We're excited to hear that. So if anybody has any, if anybody wants to follow the journey or anything like that on Mitchell's side, then definitely go in the show notes below and check out his Instagram and his handles. And yeah, Mitchell, sign us out. Cool, bro. And this is the making of Smile Dentistry. See you soon. Bye.